So what's up? This is Diamond with the Genuine Gem Podcast, and I actually have a special guest for you all today. And her name is Diamond. What are the odds? Say what's up. up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not talking to myself. I know (laughs) somebody was wondering, but nah, I'm not talking to myself this time. Um, But from last week, we were talking about mental health. And what I want to do is continue on that path. So I actually want to talk about mental health in the relationship department because women's relationship from things that I've heard, I've seen, have been a part of toxicity. Um, And then, you know, an actual definition of toxic relationship is one that is unhealthy and has stressful dynamics and it causes you distress and you feel unsupported, manipulated and disrespected to a point where a lot of these relationships you end up having your hands on one another, which is never the Damn, best you ever. Went, you went through some toxicity. No. I mean, I've, I've I've been through the storm and the rain. What what, what was that, uh, Kurt Franklin? The storm is <laughs> over now. <laughs> but I know that I'm not the only person uh, that has dealt with that. Have you dealt with toxic uh, relationships? I have my fair shares. I mean, I haven't been in a relationship. Like, I haven't been in too many relationships, but... The relationships that I have had, yeah, I had one that was pretty, pretty toxic. So do tell. <laughs> it was when I was younger, for sure. Uh, but that was like one of my first and longest relationships. First, oh, wow. um, four years. It was off and on, and she was definitely a narcissist. Um, oh my! <laughs> so dealing with a narcissist, especially at a young age, between eighteen and twenty-one, or seventeen and twenty-one. Yeah, that that does a lot to your mental when you're at a young age. You know? So. I will say this, um, because sometimes I don't use big words like a narcissist, um, just for the, you know, the people at home or, or for myself, what, what, what exactly is a narcissist? And you think I know? <laughs> no, I'm oh, like the no, I can put it in my own words. I mean, basically I'll just give examples. Like, um, say for instance, somebody tells you, Hey, uh, you didn't take out the trash. And then okay. I say, no, I did. And then they want to go back and forth and say, no, I you did not take out the trash. You feel like you're Ugh. basically going crazy because it's like, bitch, I know I like, that I did trash. this. Yeah, I took out the trash. So that's that's my definition in okay. an example. Okay. You know? Okay. So I, I can I can see where you're going with that. It, to a point where if I was in that situation, it would definitely make me feel like, well, shucks, did I take out the trash? Right. Like I'm losing right. my mind. Like did I actually do it? Like you know how like Kevin Hart in one of his shows and he was like. Did I have a bitch in the trunk? You know? Like, oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that type of, like, dynamic that they give off. I definitely remember that. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, because you shared, you know, one of your moments of the past, I will start by saying I have been married, and yet I have been divorced. And to a point where it was so much toxic energy that... She wasn't the same person that I was when I met. She was driven, you know. She had some career goals, you know. She was helping me gamble because she worked at the casino. And everybody know I got a little problem. But we ain't going to talk about that. Uh So, you know, yeah, another time, another time in the past, present. Um, And she made me feel like I was worthless to a point. And... I think that's when I start learning more about who I was. And now I can actually say that 
I learned what kind of person that I have allowed myself to attract to. And I know that I don't have a lot of self-worth, you know, even though I'm, I'm, I'm gaining it and I'm learning it now as I'm 30, uh, 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 as I'm now, now learning that, like I have truly seen why I have so much potential in other people that I'm with because I want to see them win. Right. Like I want to, I want to see them do great things. And then it disappoints me when they don't see that in themselves. And I'm, I'm like, Hey, you can do this, do this, do this to a point where I think I even became controlling, which can be a part of a toxic relationship in itself. So those things I developed and I ain't proud of, you know, I would, what I would say on that is I feel like everything has a reason. Mm -hmm. Um, You go through things for a reason. So for instance, in your past relationship, you know, you had to go through those trials and tribulations in order to get to where you are now. And you wouldn't be where you are now or even try to focus to get to where you want to be mm-hmm. if you didn't go through the path, like your past. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like also what you said about, you know, when you try to uplift your partner, mm. it if they don't want to uplift themselves or the fact of if they don't see it in themselves, regardless of how long or how much or how much you grill into that person and be like, but I see it in you. I see that potential. I know you could do better. Mm-hmm. If they don't see it, then it, it can be a clash because it's like, get off my back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I think that's what I've done with the, a lot of the partners that I've had and, you know, the people that I've had these relationships and, you know, commitments to. And almost to a point where I did lose myself in some of those aspects because I was so determined to make sure they got what they want that even yeah I lost I lost me and that's another part of you know toxic relationships in a whole I think everybody does have a a specific definition as when they hear toxic you know they most most of the time I feel like it's abuse Mm -hmm. but emotional abuse is a thing and that's the thing too abuse is so broad you have physical abuse Mm -hmm. mental abuse emotionally abuse you know so like everybody can go through trauma or toxicity in different forms like for me it was abuse uh physically and emotionally Mm -hmm. and mentally i had all all of them so and you know again this was probably 13 years ago and now i'm in a you know a current relationship relationship now eight years in almost um but sometimes i still even you know go back to that one person from mm-hmm. that 17 you know because she messed up my life so much at a young age that i'm still working on things and things still trigger me in some points sometimes it's not as bad so don't be thinking like damn bitch you've been you know <laughs> 15 years in and you still going that no it's just more like when you get messed up so bad sometimes like you have to really grind and fight for yourself to Most get definitely. to where you want to be. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You ain't got to tell me, but you you know what? It's two words that you, you just mentioned, being triggered mm-hmm. and trauma. Mm-hmm. And I think that those two instances actually play so much of a part within us as we get older. And it could depend on our environment. It can depend on the people that we we listen to for advice our mentors and not all of those people have your best interests at heart and i know 
one thing I, I can say that I have learned truly and completely is what are my triggers? Mm-hmm. And I don't like being ignored. I know that for a fact. And in that when that happens, I think I'm about to God talk on lose it. Right. You know, so right. and then trauma on the other hand is, you know, whether and it's it's sad to say, but a lot of people that I've known have been through you know, sexual assaults and I have so much empathy for them and but there's no way that I can personally make them feel better. Only thing I can do is make them feel secure right. uh with, with all that I can personally give. Right. Um Um and like like you said, I love how you said empathy and not sympathy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't like when people I don't pity anybody first mm-hmm. off. Like don't do a pity party and don't pity yourself. I will always have empathy for you because I can know I know how to put myself in your shoes. Mm-hmm. I've gone through a lot as well that baby I probably already been in your shoes. Yeah, I'm telling you. You know what I'm saying? So um I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> you were on a roll, you know? It was it was it was in there. Uh, I like what I like that you said. I like that you said empathy and not right. sympathy. Is that jogging in your memory a little no. bit? No. Okay. Okay. We, we gonna let's just keep we on. Go, we go. 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 We go my own decisions of yelling or arguing or lo- just losing all kind of control or even to a point where in the relationships I've been in in the past, even when I joined the military itself, right. I used to speed off. And seeing so many death, seeing so much death has really changed that perception. And I thank the person that I was with because she really kind of put it in my head like you can't do that mm-hmm. although I mean I catch myself slipping yeah, sometimes because yeah. we're not perfect yeah, you know yeah. but we we yeah it's, it's, it's been some things I, I will definitely say that I think you know going from a toxic relationship and I mean honestly I've only had three real relationships mm-hmm. in in my adult life let's say um but now being in a healthy relationship mm-hmm. so going from a toxic relationship to a healthy with me and my partner now, um, you know, we try to do our best of communicating. I think communicating is key for sure. But, you know, when you, like you said, like you might have your slip ups or you might have your bad days or you might have something that just triggers you mm-hmm. or, you know, and that trigger turns into trauma because sometimes they can't align. They can. Know? I agree. Um, I think that with your partner, I think it's very important that your partner either gives you space, especially if they know who you are, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to anger. Um, if they give you space or they like, hey, just like meant to me, you mm-hmm. know, I think having a healthy relationship does play a lot. And if you're willing to change, not change yourself, but change for the better for your relationship, mm-hmm. I think that goes far and y'all both can like be able to grow. So, oh man, you know what I'm Most saying? Definitely. You know? And you know what? I, I like the communication factor because communication is everything. Yeah, it is. And I've been in so many situations where even I've had to sit down and be like, well, am I actually communicating the way that I think I am? Or to a point in what I found what was important is 
just because you are ready to talk does not mean the other person is. And to be able to have approached them to basically say, you know what, do you feel comfortable having a conversation with me? Are you are you in a space where we can do this? And not not, not no hostile environment because that's not going to do anything. Right. Nobody's going to listen to anything. Exactly. And that's that's where I'm at with a lot of things that I've been learning is that one of my triggers is not feeling heard. So when I don't feel heard, I'm loud. Yes. I feel like I have to defend myself. And I know there's so many people out there and a lot of our lesbian relationships not even, you know, going downplay it. Look, being a lesbian is hard, okay? It's hard out here. It's really hard. Like, even me being in a relationship for eight years, it's that's the thing. Like, people are wanting to find this, you know, oh, I, you know, from my last, you know, relationship, I don't want this, that, and the other from my previous relationship. So the next relationship that I have, mm-hmm. I want this quality, that quality, and this. Okay, you can find that, baby, but, like, the thing is, is you're going to have to work. Oh, facts. Like, none of that stuff is given. It's never given. Man. You're going to always have to work for it, so therefore you have to dig deep to figure out your flaws Mm -hmm. on top of it. You know, and, like, making sure that person that you're wanting to date next is willing to deal with your flaws Mm -hmm. because nobody has to deal with anything. You know what? And I've I've, I've been talking to a um, trying to make friends. You know, in Texas, even though I don't want to go outside no Nobody more because I see it's too hot. And Eleven, I yeah. am losing it's, it. It's too hot. However, I have been trying to be upfront and honest. Like, hey, this is where I'm at in my life. Either you accept that and you listen to what I'm saying, and I listen to you, and vice versa. And then also, whenever it is time for me to get back out there in a dating world even though if i gotta learn somebody else's favorite color i'm gonna lose my (laughs) damn mind (laughs) however (laughs) golly like oh man what's your favorite you know what let me not even get off topic at that point but i need to oh man i lost it god no i am gonna say this with the with the color thing i tell my fiance all the time i'm like yo like if we ever like i'm not manifesting this at all but like you know we eight years in so we talk mm-hmm. how we talk like as best friends and i tell her all the time yo if we break up i'm i'm staying home like <laughs> i'm not going out i don't give a damn about your favorite color i don't care what <laughs> your favorite number is your pet i don't care like and like the thing is, like lesbians are nasty nowadays. Like they're they're too much, you know. So, but when you do happen to find that, per- and I don't know how you gonna find it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the thing. Like in you the can't previous, look for it. in a previous podcast that you were doing, you know, you were talking about like how do you even find somebody? Like, do you go on a dating scene of going out to clubs? Do you go on uh, dating sites? Like, how do you even find it at our age? You know what I'm saying? Like, don't even get me started. I, yeah, because I know. For darn certain, I can't find nobody in the club. I got two left feet, okay. and the only place you're going to find me at is the bar, taking a couple shots, and I'm going to take my, you know, I'm going to go home. Right. But I, I also want to hit on as far as we, we're talking about all these requirements that we want from the people that we want to date. But the, one of the most important questions is, what are you bringing to the table that to a point where you want somebody that's got a job, you know, they they got stability and all these other things. But what exactly are you bringing to the table? And can you match that same energy right. that you asking of them? Right. And I don't see that happening. I don't. I, I guess like how I look at it on that is 
that all comes later to be honest mm-hmm. i feel like if you're looking for that person to build trust with communication um having a good time you know learning about each other ins and out i think at the end i feel like that will come to play of and i'm not saying that that's not important oh, yeah. especially if you're wanting to grow with that person mm-hmm. and build a life you do need to know those factors but if you are just taking it you know slow Mm -hmm. then that's i think that's the most important thing to really think about first then think about okay how much do you make you know like because yes again that's important but like that can also like dry things out as well because it's like damn you just caring about what i make right now you know yeah you know instead i think it's more in context too like you got to talk about like as far as where are your goals? goals? What are you trying to achieve? And that's different. That's totally different. But I feel like that's communicating. Like, you know, okay, I, I feel like that's just part of communication. That's just having a conversation with a person, Man. you know? I'm... So, like, if you just know how to, like, ease on with a conversation, baby, we're going to be good. Like, I'm I'm very conversational. Yeah. So, Man, if you can I hold a conversation. Right. And I'm a question master. <laughs> like, I'm going to ask a whole bunch of questions, but I might not go too strong on okay right you know what i'm saying like i will ask you like what's your goals in life but that'll probably be two weeks in let's just have a good time right now yeah we're not we're not listen after the first week we're not moving in together no we ain't we don't we don't do hey but you know what i've been guilty of it and i ain't gonna lie it was it it was comfortable right i'm not gonna lie right i'm not gonna lie but at the same time it it has been it's always interesting and i also i also have to go back to trauma too because Mm -hmm. A lot of the situations where I've seen a lot of my friends get into these these issues and concerns is the trauma that you experience at a young age. How is that affecting you mm-hmm. now? Right. Do you are you ignoring it? Are you acknowledging it? Are you getting help? And where I say help, I'm not saying like you know drinking, smoking, yeah, like uh, actual help. these vices. Yeah. Are you talking and reaching out to other people, even if it's your friends that you can tr- consider true? Right. Are you healing, man? Are you? Oh, took the words out of my mouth. Are saying? you healing? Are you healing? Because that's a big thing. Like I, I always feel now that I'm older and you know I'm a little bit more mature in my relationship. But even before, like I never healed. Man. I never cared to heal. And also. In the black community, you don't know how to heal. You have to keep on Mm-mm. going. Especially you a black are a woman. strong black yeah. woman. Especially being a woman, here. you have to just keep on, pick up your shit and keep on going. And yeah. so, you know, um, healing, that takes a lot of growth within you, you. Because it's like, where do I even start to heal? How much trauma do I have? What's all my flaws? Ooh. Like, damn, you have to, like, nitpick and Not you getting deep on me you right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo. You have to dissect yourself instead of somebody because that's the thing if you don't dissect yourself when you mm. get with another person and they start dissecting you or start seeing your now flaws, you offended you offended as hell and it's mm-hmm. like why are you even come, why are you attacking me so i'm about to attack you mm-hmm. instead of instead of looking at it as they get to see it so let me listen you know mm. what i'm saying like let me i me and my me and my fiance we always when we get in an argument or anything like that and she tells me something about myself or she doesn't tell me something about let's do that one mm, okay. she doesn't tell me something that bothers her and she wants me to figure it out baby i can't figure it out if you do not tell me yeah <laughs> you know if i ain't figured it out by now right, if i don't know that about myself how, how the hell am you like i need you to let me know mm-hmm. so i can't fix it you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like i wonder i want to fix it i want to be better in our relationship so 
But if you're being just single and working on you, because that's the thing too, a lot of women now like to just hop, hop, pop, pop, oh, pop, man. pop, you Same know, it. like, and so if you're not going to want to really like dig deep and just sit with yourself, then when you get in with another relationship, you're just going to have the same pattern. Oh yeah. It's going to be the same pattern. You also got to think about it too. Like they not ready for these conversations, even with themselves. Right. So a lot of they say they want these long-term relationships. However, they haven't even done the work to right. make sure they are good to bring 100% to another person as that person is bringing to them. Because they, they haven't healed or looked inside themselves either. You know, Ooh. so then y'all both, y'all both just sitting there looking at each other crazy. Y'all looking stupid. <laughs> that's <laughs> exactly what it is. Hell. like. But it happens, you know, because too again, often. It, it does. And that's why a lot of... And when it gets hard, people leave. Oh, yeah. You know? And like, that's that hop to hop to hop to hop to hop. Yeah. And, but I can't. I, I'm just. What's the word? Uh, flabbergasted. <laughs> bamboozled. <laughs> I'm bamboozled <laughs> by the fact that they want these. We, we're hopping in these relationships. We know we want something long term. None of the work is being done. And then what is next? Stop getting into these situations relationships friendships for that matter mm-hmm. without knowing what you bringing how healed are you are you still working and truly just being honest with another individual it i mean it's not a crime to be completely 100 no, percent honest no. especially if you are telling that person hey i'm still healing like we can still work this out we can still you know mm-hmm. be friends and maybe gradually get to a certain point but at this point i'm working on me I don't think anybody will be mad about somebody saying, hey, I'm working on me. I've never experienced that again. I've seen some things in in 30 years. uh, (laughs) I've seen some things as far as, well, well, you were coming on a little strong, so if you weren't ready like they were they were getting mad at the honesty probably because the emotions were and what has taught us to do that yeah like i yeah i I I think it's it's riding on emotion i feel like maybe one person and that's the thing like even if you try to be straightforward and say hey i'm working on myself i'm doing this for me like i'm still healing and that other person will probably be like okay like and but we can still communicate we can still talk we can still get to you yeah you know but then somebody one person starts getting the feelings and the other person don't and so then it's like well you've been telling me this we've gotten close to each other this and that and now you don't want girl i already told you what it was i told you so (laughs) i need you to believe me and and that's that boundary as well you know and that's the thing with toxic relationships as well you don't have boundaries i think we're gonna have to talk about boundaries and the whole that that's i mean i think that's truly important too because i don't see a lot of boundaries set and these different dynamics that we keep seeing all around us. Right. It's either the hit it and quit it types mm-hmm. or I'm going to lead you on types. And not a mutual understanding between two people. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know. But, hey, listen. I am utmost thankful to have another <clears throat> diamond beside me, I, you know. I am the Otis. It's fine. I was born first. So all right. Original diamond. Okay. But listen, uh, I need you guys to give us some feedback. Uh, let us know what you like, you dislike. Um, give us some time. Give me some time. 
I'm, I'm going to do some music for y'all, throw a little something, something in the background. Like, I'm going to have a whole intro. But, you know, just baby steps. I, I, I think, what, season one? Yeah. Season one is going to be yeah. a little little pick-me-up, a little rough around. But we're going we gonna to get to these important topics that our community don't hit on. Right. And it's some hard truths in there. Don't even get me started on therapy actually uh, going to see somebody. Yeah. <sighs> Boy, y'all in for a treat. But thank you for listening. This is the Genuine Gym Podcast. This is me, your favorite, um, Diamond P right here. And the other one. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but I appreciate y'all for tuning in. All right, peace.